Hey friends, welcome to Death and a Butterfly. I'm your host, Carrie. Join me as we delve into a broad spectrum of topics, including, but not limited to, spirituality and well-being. Sharing knowledge for the modern journeyer, welcome to the thought process. Glad you're here and we can resonate together. Please like and subscribe to stay updated. And if you enjoy what you hear, please share with someone you love. All right, friends. This week's podcast is going to be a solo mission consisting of me, myself, and I. So buckle up. We're about to get into it. I wanted to start off this first podcast as a general thought process, per se. I started out this last year in a very different mind frame from where I am currently at. So I finally decided I'm going to start a podcast. I mean, there's no better time than now. And if you never get it started and it just sits as a thought, where does it go? So, moving backwards from this, we'll say a year ago, this time, I was not in a very good headspace. I was realizing that I was reacting to things a lot more often than understanding the process itself. So a lot of things were happening to me and I honestly felt like a victim. (laughs) I had a lot of uh, hard conversations with a lot of people that were close to me this year and As I grew through my own understanding of my own traumatic experiences, I guess it shed a little bit more light onto who I am as a person. So I decided this year that I was going to deal with a lot of my traumatic experiences and no longer allow them to have a hold in a way that I could play a victim. So, what I thought I had dealt with at the age of 19, 21, resurfaced seven years later, (laughs) and I understood that I hadn't dealt with it. There were a lot of things that I ran away from, essentially when I moved out of home with my parents. And a lot of that generational trauma or childhood trauma, learned experiences, conditioning, all of that played a factor in who I was as a person. And I decided I didn't want to be that person anymore. So I had to revisit some of the things that I thought I had dealt with at a younger age. More specifically, At 21, I confronted 
the boy who sexually abused me when I was nine. And I got an apology and I thought that was the end of it. And I thought I had dealt with it and I thought I had let go of it. And it continued to rear its ugly head throughout all of my relationships until I was 28. (laughs) So it took a lot of inward reflection and realization of these patterns that I truly didn't want to be a part of those patterns anymore and they weren't me and I wasn't living to my fullest. So I had to change my headspace. And once I changed my headspace and started figuring out how things happened for me instead of to me, I was truly able to speak to some of those things and speak to close friends. And in being vulnerable, I realized that We truly all do have very similar experiences, but if we don't ever speak to them and we don't speak about our truths, then how do we ever connect and understand each other in a truly intimate sense? So I finally talked to my best friend one that I've known since I was four years old. And I explained to her what I was working through this year. (laughs) And she was so surprised and had no idea that from the age of nine and on, I emotionally ate and I gained weight because I didn't tell anyone what I had gone through and I engaged in a coping mechanism and I was depressed for most of my life because I didn't know how to handle any of what had gone on and I didn't process it and so speaking to that I realized that keeping things under wrap and just thinking that it's okay and to get into survival mode and instinct is not the way to go about things. And to go about saying, yeah, I've had some shit happen in my life really just doesn't begin to scratch the surface. So when you speak to people about certain things that have gone on within your lifetime and you're able to start speaking about those things with less emotion and reaction is when you begin to tell your story and that's your why so if we go down the line what is your why what is it that makes you passionate about what you do Mine started out as a journey of healing when I was ready to begin taking away the armor and 
really get into why I was the way I was. So mine started with a physical journey of getting myself healthy, not only mentally, but physically, because that emotional eating that I had done in the past had really affected me in a sense that I subconsciously thought if I wasn't desirable physically, then I wouldn't get any of that unwanted attention that I really would have rather avoided. So I was uncomfortable and didn't want attention. I decided that was enough, that armor wasn't necessary anymore. And so I started building a healthier relationship with myself. Now through that journey, I definitely got into some <laughs> less than stellar habits because it's like you're replacing one vice with another. Um, so instead of necessarily the emotional eating, I had now substituted it for physical activity. And now I had started with hours upon hours in the gym trying to get a specific aesthetic appearance that I thought would make me happier but at the end of the day once I achieved it I was no happier so it really comes down to dealing with those triggers and those emotions that you have packed away into boxes hoping that they will never resurface their heads because you're not necessarily ready to deal with them. But as I've moved through my journey, I fully understand that things will come up when you are ready to deal with them. <laughs> time is never time according to yours, but when you are ready. We are so preoccupied with being on schedule and things going according to plan but at the end of the day we don't have control of it we don't have control of anything so once you're able to understand that the process is really out of your control and the only thing that you can control is yourself and your reactions well then it's time to go inward <laughs> so Needless to say, I did a lot of inner reflection over the last year, and in doing so, I realized I needed more. I needed more than what I currently had, and it wasn't in a monetary sense or a... Hmm. I think just in general any sort of process of material possession no longer it just no longer served me i really don't necessarily care about the brands that i wear 
or whether I have the biggest house or the nicest car. It's not about that anymore. It's about who you are as a person and how you show up for others. So in my search for myself, I decided I needed more. And I somehow found myself knocking on the door of shamanism. <laughs> and I'm sure that's gotten a bad rap. Um, as soon as I speak to shamanism, there's a few things that come up for people. They assume I'm some sort of witch doctor. And they also assume that I conjure spirits or work in some dark things. And really what shamanism is, is a self-healing journey. And it's a constant journey of looking at the dark things that make you and bringing light to them. So healing those dark things that have happened throughout your life so that you can be a healthier version of yourself. So... I mean, there is, I suppose, energetic things to it, just like there is with yoga, or if you're into Reiki. Um, I also assume a lot of people just think I'm in the woo-woo realm now, <laughs> which I'll take it. Um, I'm getting to the point in my life where I no longer worry about other people's projections or expectations of me. And that's been a really hard pill to swallow. Especially when you have lived off of people pleasing and living off of external validation your entire life. So hard pill to swallow but yet very empowering when you actually are able to step into that truth and speak to what you need instead of making yourself small for others so if that's woo woo I'll take it <laughs> needless to say I guess the more open I've become about a lot of these things has allowed other people to grow. And it has allowed me to meet a lot of amazing people. Some people that I don't think I ever would have met had I not put myself in an uncomfortable position and gone out and done some of the things that I've done and creating new relationships. And it's kind of like, these new relationships of people that are on the exact same path or exact same journey as you kind of fall into your lap unexpectedly. But it's quite beautiful in and of itself. Um, so over the next while, some of my guests are going to be some of those people that have just found their ways into my life. So we're going to have a lot of great conversations come from that, I think. So, like I said, 
we're doing spirituality and well-being, but some of my guests are going to be talking about fitness. We're also going to be talking about history and philosophy. We might even get into a little bit more of how they are understanding their journey and some of the things that they've dabbled in in order to get there. So, don't come in necessarily thinking it's always going to be the same thing. And keep an open mind. Because at the end of the day, you can be very pleasantly surprised by what you never would have thought you might enjoy. (laughs) So, Get yourself out of your comfort zone and really push yourself to the extent of getting what you want out of life instead of thinking you need to go to school, get the job, get the house, have the wife or the husband, get the children, and go through life feeling like you're stuck or settling on something. I invite you, truly, to sit down and think about what it is you want, how you're going to get there, and what it is that might be impeding your way, whether that be things from the past or just current situations that really aren't serving you. If it makes you unhappy, why are you doing it? Now that's not to say if you truly want the house and the picket fence, then all the power to you. I'm not damning that. But take a hard look and see if what you truly want is something that has been depicted to you since you were a child and things that one should want? Or is it the potential that you really could grow into something that is out of the societal norm? Anyways, the whole point of this rambling on was that my passion for my own healing journey, whether that's fitness, or my own healing of my mental health and understanding. Um, That is really, I guess, what lit the fire under my ass in order to be able to help others. It wasn't that this journey was so fucking easy I can do it for other people. It was, this shit's fucking difficult. And people might need help. So, I think at the end of the day, like, this is why I got into the business of serving others. But it's really not for the reasons that you might think. If this has done anything, it has probably helped you understand who I am as a person a little bit more because... 
frankly, most of you don't know me at all. <laughs> so I guess this is a little introduction to me. And hopefully you will join me for the rest of the journey. And getting into what others might be doing for their own healing or their own service to people or others because at the end of the day it's all about you but it's not all about you and the real journey is getting to know yourself in order to be better for others.